Hey guys, uh, so this is Preston and Matt from the future. Hi, we're here. <laughs> he yes. doesn't know what we're doing. Uh, I forgot <laughs> to mention this. I want to put this at the beginning. Both, one, tell friends about us. That's kind of the biggest way to get, get us out there. Two, I posted on our Facebook page that once we hit uh, any uh, 25 subscribers on YouTube, 25 followers on SoundCloud, we'll release our first episode of Booze and Booze, is what we're officially calling it. Uh, we're actually about to go record that today. Yep, um, it's going to be great. We're gonna, we watch terrible movies. It's a series we're going to start watching terrible movies and getting drunk. Uh, we're going to start off with uh, Batman v Superman, something we've been promising you guys since day one. Uh, we hate it. And we hate it so much. And let's be honest, we're always looking for a good excuse to get drunk. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> um, and we've got like a long list of other movies that are terrible. We're going to do like Green, the Green Lantern movie, the Catwoman movie. Oh, yes. And once we kind of get through all the comic movies, then we're just going to start going on the threshold of 15% or less on Rotten Tomatoes. Any other terrible movies you guys want to see us do, we'll gladly do it. We like getting drunk and watching terrible movies and oh, yeah. booing at movies. Oh, yes. Um, so, yeah. Sorry to just throw this in here. I don't know where I'm going to put it when I edit this, but this is oh. from the future. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Back to this <laughs> intro video that we don't have anymore. Well, we do have it, but I'm going to stop putting that in there. Bum, 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 uh, welcome to Justice Losers, the podcast where we talk about pop culture, movies, TVs, and comics. TVs. You know what? I'm living with it. <laughs> let's, not, <laughs> let's not reenact last time's debacle. <laughs> I, am, I am your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host. Batmat. Hey, Batmat. How are you doing today? I'm doing. I'm You're doing. doing. We are, we just recorded our Spider-Man review, which came out a week ago. Yep. So you've already heard it. Yep. And hopefully you've already seen it. Told a friend about it and got us so popular that it hurts. <laughs> that didn't actually make sense, but okay, we're going with it. All didn't right. That? Oh no, it really didn't. I was staring at my computer. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, news briefly. How much you have a lot more news than I do? Most of it's very uninteresting. It'll take thirty seconds. Yeah, but... go do yours, and I'll touch on mine if you don't have um, it. Wonder Woman has passed Batman vs Superman in the I domestic box saw office. That. Which is exciting. Means awesome. it's the highest grossing DCEU DC film in the US, at least. Internationally, it's not doing so well because there's lots of sexist places in the world that don't like a woman-led film. Well, both sexist but, and like the fact that she she was in the Israeli military. And, right? That uh, got her banned in Lebanon. And in, uh, I think... Oh, God, there's another another country that banned it in the, mass, in the past week. Uh, I think it was... I don't know, but... It was, yeah, it was some Middle Eastern country. Yeah. I can't remember. But yeah, yep. so good for them. So that's exciting. That's Word awesome. of mouth is working and the movie is making money. Yep. And that's good. That's good. Hopefully they'll learn some lessons from that. There were some rumblings recently that the producers behind the James Bond franchise are considering an extended universe, a la Marvel, uh, doing spinoffs on Moneypenny and and Stop! Not I said you. that's exactly. <laughs> Just because one company and maybe even two companies does an extended universe that works doesn't mean every fucking movie has to do an extended universe. I know. And James Bond, it's so formulaic, but it's so good. They find ways to mix it up and keep it new and exciting. And they've made, what, 25 movies? And half of them have been really good. Yeah. And half of the other ones have been fine. Just make regular James Bond movies, make them good, and you're going to make money. So annoying. If you do a spin-off universe, you might kill that character. Seriously, though. 
Literally, Universal has tried twice and failed twice. What else have I got? There was that whole shenanigans where the Sony producer was like, Venom is going to be in the MCU. And then Kevin Feige was like, wait, no. what? And then he like, Fuck came you, back sure. later and was like, nope. Yeah. So that ended up not happening. Let's see. The director of the new Batman movie that'll be coming out eventually, Matt Reeves, has been talking about his vision for it. He says he's looking kind of for more of a detective-y, noir-style Batman. Yes. Which I like. I want to see the world's greatest detective do some the... of the world's greatest detecting. Yes. So. I want him to detecting about... <laughs> yes. Yes. We haven't seen, like... We got saw a little bit in the night in the Dark Knight trilogy, a little like a bit, a little bit, but not like something. It, it it was more of something that some rich person could do, yeah, and not someone who has been literally trained by the greatest detectives in the world, right? Could do, right? Yeah, a little more on that. He did an interview recently with Yahoo Movies, and I have a couple of quotes from that which I am really excited about. So Matt Reeves says, with respect to Nolan's take on superheroes in general, quote. I, what I love that Nolan did was that he took the genre seriously. What studios are willing to make at the moment is a very, very narrow band of films. What I discovered is that this genre has the potential to be about something more. You can use the metaphors of the genre to talk about a lot. Okay. I like that. Yeah. It sounds like he's more invested in making a good movie than he is in making a by-the-numbers studio superhero movie. Yeah. And he said some other stuff to that effect in that interview. So... If I wasn't already excited enough for standalone Ben Affleck Batman, Matt Reeves directing, mm -hmm. it sounds like he's he knows exactly what he's doing and he's got a very coherent, exciting vision. You said this news would take thirty seconds. You fucking lie. Yeah, I did. Well, I also was... have like a lot of stuff for my episode, so <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, wrap it up. <laughs> okay, uh, two trailers. Inhumans. I didn't like it. Looks really bad. Looks terrible. Looks just unfortunate. So bad. <laughs> um, and then Rick and Morty finally give a release good. date. Looks good. <laughs> Coming July 30th. So I, that'll be fun. I probably have to watch Rick and Morty. Yep. Also, I went and saw Baby Driver a couple weeks ago. It's... That's news. That is world-class news right there, guys. As he yep. saw Baby Driver. 30-second review. It's funny, but more of a straightforward action movie than any of the Cornetto trilogy. If you liked those you'll like this one acting's good the soundtrack is good it's an incredibly well-designed film and so if you appreciate like good film you'll really like it and if you like just a good fun action movie with some heart you'll like it too go see it it's great cool all right is that your news that's my news i've got a few that you did you did not touch at all uh fox making the f uh the f4 the fantastic four movie still kind of in the air yeah <laughs> please don't Disney, uh, Disney reviewed the Han Solo film or Han Solo What's film so far, and they actually like it. That's good. So hopefully things go well. Uh, Drake Bell is teasing cast as, casting as Nightwing, mm -hmm. which should this be true? Uh, oh, he, he he's teasing, teasing interests in it. Yeah, and then uh, whatever the Boss Logic created the fan art of him. Yeah, so there, uh, so that could be a cool thing. I I agree. I saw a picture of him, and then I looked up and saw my Nightwing poster, and I was like, yes. That okay. works. His wit would work. He could get cast, and they could still pull off this fast-tracking Nightwing to get it out in the June 2018. Mm -hmm. um, Isa Gonzalez for Catwoman. She said something about... Oh. She tweeted something about her being in costume, and then it was like a tight Catwoman-esque yeah. costume. Yeah. I could live with that. Yeah, she, she was really, really good. good in Baby Driver, too. Uh, issue with, the, with that, though, is that she's really young to be kind of seducing the 
40 year old batman 50 year old batman he has gray hair yeah he's a rich playboy yeah yeah okay the san diego san diego comic-con is coming up soon uh mm-hmm. we'll probably have another episode before that happens i'm expecting a star wars and the justice league trailers to drop on those probably i was talking with, with my friend Catherine about how uh they're probably waiting for that but they might also be a dick and drop it like the night before so everyone's like okay comic-con's happening tomorrow guys we're expecting the, these trailers. Oh god, the trailers are, and they start shuffling about. They got like chairs, they're like, you got like papers all over their desk, and they're just like, oh god, oh god, gotta get, gotta start, gotta start doing things on this. And then like the yep. boss comes, and he's like, hey, we're digital media. Why do you have pa- empty papers on your desk? And he's like, ah, shuffling. <laughs> so, yep. Most Maybe, likely, they will drop yep. it during Comic Con. Maybe get new trailers for like Thor and Black Panther. Yep, most likely. Maybe we'll get a teaser for Infinity War. Possibly. They are pretty close to wrapping up shooting. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see something soon. All right. That's it for news. All right. Moving along. I what mean, are we seeing, as we're bi- seeing as we're bi- bi-monthly, that's, it's more like olds. Yeah. <laughs> for some of these. <laughs> a little bit. All right. Today we're talking about the new 52. What are those? I burped three times in a row. <laughs> so i talked a little bit about it in i think the first or second episode and uh someone expressed interest in actually knowing what the new 52 is uh so i'm gonna go in depth on the new 52 what it is uh critical reception reader reception issues it had it went through a lot of issues both in like or primarily in like editorial kind of like business wise uh issues and then my personal opinions on it i haven't i don't know which issues you mean it's not clear from the sentence. You mean like issues of a comic book or like issues like problems? Uh, <laughs> problems. Okay. Sorry. I honestly couldn't <laughs> tell. <laughs> so the problems, like, there was a lot of problems with like, oh, I'll get to it. Uh, so, New 52, what is it? Matt, do you have any idea what it is at all? It's, uh... Nope. Okay. <laughs> so what happened is in 2011, there was a massive reboot with Flashpoint. Flashpoint is a, is a story arc. I'm not... I want to say between eight and 12 issues uh, for the main story where Barry Allen, the flash uh, wakes up. He's an alternate reality. He does some shit and then he goes back to fixes it. Uh, just read the story. It's a really good story. Story arc shit just happens. I'm not going to explain. There's uh, a couple plot twists and stuff. So I'm not going to explain that while he fixes it. He's running back. He's running through the, uh, through the, um, the speed force and you see, Glimpses of DC Vertigo and Wildstorm, which are Wildstorm DC uh, acquired, I think, within the decade before. Okay. I'm not sure how long before, but it was it was very recent. What would I know them from? You uh, do you know Apollo and Midnighter? Yeah, heard of them. They are Wildstorm okay. uh, uh, properties. Stormwatch, okay. Wildstorm properties. Um, those are pri- those are the two primary primary um, DC Vertigo. Uh, you know of. Things like uh, Watchmen 300. Yeah. Yeah. But the primary one that came into the universe are ones that are John Constantine and Swamp Thing. Okay. They were DC Vertigo. Now they are very heavily involved in the Justice League Dark. Cool. Which is things like uh, Zatanna and stuff like that. Right. So when it came back, it merged all these universes in one giant shared universe. Immediately you got things like, like I just said, uh, John Constantine. Uh, Stormwatch uh, is another story arc. Martian, Martian Manhunter went over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made him part of Stormwatch. They had Apollo and Midnighter. For those of you who don't know, Apollo and Midnighter is the knockoff version of Batman and Superman. And they are a gay couple. And it's awesome. Uh, Apollo, <laughs> uh, Apollo is sun power Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, flies very uh, comparable to Superman. Midnighter is Batman, but is totally fine with killing. 
Oh. Um, so he's a more darker version of Batman, if that's fucking possible. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened when that happened? They reset everything back to issue number one. Uh, everything went back to number one, including Action Comics and uh, Detective Comics. There was uh, Origins re- revamped. Uh, every single, every title had a zero issue, which uh, I believe all of them. There could be a few that are exceptions that explain the origin story in some way. Okay. Or they just did the origin story in the first few issues, and a zero issue was like some random little thing, like an annual. The process of it was there were only always 52 titles running at the one time. Okay. They went through nine waves where after eight issues, they figured out what was not selling the best, canceled it, started new ones. Mm-hmm. I'll get more into that later. Problems with that. Good things with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what are all of the 52? List them now. See, I, I thought about doing that. I thought about pulling them off. Right now, I wouldn't be able to tell you because we're not in the new 52 anymore. Uh, they stopped calling themselves the New 52, I believe, after 40 issues of the main ones like Action Comics, Detective Comics, Batman, the things that will that they knew would run for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Uh, 40 issues, they stopped calling it the New 52, and they just called it DC. Okay. But recently, 2016, May of 2016, they released something called the Rebirth Initiative, which... Uh, do you know anything about that? Nope. Okay. So there was an 80-page special that... Uh, that was Rebirth. I haven't read it yet, so this one I'm a little less experienced on. But there was missing 10 years, thanks to your good pal, Dr. Manhattan. Woo. He stole 10 years from everyone's lives. That explains why everyone is so young. That big blue dingus. <laughs> with Literally. A, with a, with a dingus. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, stole, uh, stole 10 years from everyone's life explains why they're so young, uh, so inexperienced. Which was cool. It was a good way to like just say, oh, hey, we're restarting, and they're not old fucks. Okay. Uh, yeah, so criti- critical reception of this. Uh, I'm like speeding through this. I can probably take it easy now, because we're only 15 yeah. minutes in. <laughs> um, <laughs> Alright, relax. Alright, so the critical reception, there was, from the business perspective, this was a really good move. It increased sales significantly, because it gave people a good stepping off point. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, we're restarting everything. If you don't know anything about DC Comics, here's somewhere you can start. Origin stories, explain, explaining everything, mostly. That's good. Because yeah. for me, as someone who's like trying to get into the world of comic books, I'm kind Struggling. of struck by the fact that there's like 70 years of comic book history and I yes. don't know what to pick and what to read. And so like, it's it's always a struggle. It's like, okay, what do I read next? What do I... Yep. And so... Yeah, DC did that I, I well. That. I started with the New 52. I went on with that. So I have a little more kind of like opinion of like, I actually kind of like the New 52, which I'll get more into that later. People uh, who were longtime fans were a little like irritated by it because a lot of them said that uh, these stories could have been told without actually resetting everything. Okay. Like you didn't, the, these stories could have still existed in the, um, in the pre-Flashpoint universe. Mm-hmm. Except for things like John Constantine, because he wasn't in right. the universe. Yeah. There's a lot of... It, a lot of oh, God. I can't, it's so hard not to say issues now, because I have issues just plastered everywhere. In my notes. <laughs> There's a lot of complications with it. The biggest one that I hate with a burning passion, and a lot of other people hate it too, is that equality seems to have just gone out the fucking window. Um, the number of female writers plummeted. Uh, it went from like... 10% to 1% of the writers were female. 
they there was a press conference or something or some sort of uh convention where uh Dan DiDio, Dan Dan DiDio, I don't know actually how to pronounce his name. Uh creative not I don't think creative director but he's the one with the it thinks it's spelling it wrong. <laughs> Dan DiDio. Dan DiDio? Dan Dildo. Dan Dildo. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I just made his name Dan, name name Dan Dildo. Uh, Dan Dildo tried to defend himself. Someone like called him out, like, "Hey, why is this happening?" And he was like, "Ah, it doesn't mean anything," and it didn't work. People, nobody bought it. People are mm-hmm. still people were still pissed about it, and rightfully so. Female characters were very highly sexualized. It Man, I really to... need to start reading these. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people call it uh, porn for ten year olds. Um, mm. The it's fine. Hear me out. Don't before every ah, every uh, one ah, female uh. listener hates me for saying it's fine that we, women are sexualized. Men are also sexualized mm. in comics because every single man has just giant muscles and they're always tall, dark, and handsome. Yep. Every there is no unattractive male. And however, however. Men are also very clearly shown, shown kicking names and taking ass. <laughs> <laughs> or kicking ass and taking names if you don't want to be funny. But they're always show like, just women, like, yeah, there's characters like women, like the, like Wonder Woman and Catgirl who they're sexualized, but they do kick ass. But like, it's not a general, like every woman in DC just kicks ass, mm-hmm. which they do. It's, it's fine if they're, sexualized as long as they're equally badass which that kind of didn't happen okay it was a lot of just sexualized something that uh like harley quinn and catwoman like the sirens harley quinn was made out to be lesbian for more porn like porn for 10 year olds which i would say is fine because it's harley quinn and she's like crazy and she can do whatever the fuck she wants that's just the way she Mm -hmm. is but it's it doesn't seem like that's why they did it it's just they want to Porn for 10 year olds. Yes. Okay. Something so, like Power Girl. The biggest problem with like thing one of these things is Power Girl. You know who Power Girl is? Heard of her. You know what she is? Not really. At all. She's uh Supergirl from Earth 2. Uh, okay. Uh, from, a, from a parallel universe and current continuity was from Earth 2. That makes sense. Um, but she came in she's like oh there's another Supergirl I just gotta be this someone else and uh, Huntress is Robin from they were like best friends Robin and Supergirl uh, okay. in Earth 2. They came over and she's like oh fuck there's already Robin and this Batman doesn't know me because he and Catwoman aren't married and didn't have a kid. So that's not me. What? I don't exist. So she became Huntress. That was canceled. They were uh, they were running in the world in the title of World's Finest, which was really cool because it was basically like the female version of uh, Superman and Batman, yeah. which is the original okay. World's Finest. Yeah, yeah. And it was a really cool story. Like I loved watching them. Huntress is actually my favorite female character. Okay. It was really cool. But it was canceled, and Power Girl was demoted to Mr. Terrific's girlfriend. Yay. Like, she became uh, a star. Shit, what's her first name? Not Kara Star. Whatever her first name was. She became just this... What? Master? Finish your sentence, but I have a question. Uh, <laughs> she she <laughs> stopped having superpowers. Oh, they never saw the superpowers when it was canceled. She was just this girl who owned a business and was, a, and was, was just the girlfriend of Mr. Terrific. Okay. Yes. So, historically comics have not been great at portraying women characters mm-hmm. but 
it was substantially better before the new 52? Is that? Yes. Okay. It was substantially better. It was getting a lot better. And then this one was just like, oh, hey, sexualized. Like, it was very just sexualized. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, uh, yeah, that's basically, like, one of the biggest problems. Um, another one, Batgirl. Mm-hmm. Uh, she used to be the Oracle. Like, she was Batgirl, got shot, became the Oracle, who was a really good character because she didn't require action mm-hmm. or badassery to be her own badass. Right. She, she has eidetic memory. Mm-hmm. And that made her really good as the Oracle. She was really fucking smart, and she was really cool, and she was a hero for the handicap community. Yeah. A lot of people in the handicap community liked her. There are people who prefer her to go back to one, uh, cat, cat Girl, or Cat Girl. <laughs> that Girl, just because it's like, oh, hey, I want I want to see her kicking ass. Right. Um, That's fair. But... but she's back in tights and push-up bras. Yeah. And big thighs, and it's making her more of, like, a sexual character than a character character. Yeah. Object. Yeah. Uh, that was a huge problem. So, that, honestly, was my biggest problem. That was the biggest, one of the biggest problems with the New 52, uh, comic-wise. hmm Have they been trying to fix that? I believe so. Okay. I believe if you look at, I believe if you look at a lot of the comic, or the, uh, the costumes in the, in the Rebirth, I believe... Reason I say I believe every fucking like sentence right now is because I could totally be wrong, but I think that they're correct. I think they're like a lot better, okay. more modest, more actually practical. Uh, okay, like that's good. So yeah, not the video game trope of Just men have like pain. massive armor yeah. and then the the female characters have like a chainmail bra. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was a lot of writer editor editor disputes. Someone would write a comic, and then they would. Uh, the 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 editors would like entirely rewrite issues. That's not a good taking time. the story because there was. So what I write wrote here was no oversight slash too much oversight. It was like the wrong kind of oversight. Yeah. So a lot of the biggest problem is that there was like this this desire to make constant crossovers. Uh huh. Um. And in order to do that, you need to have like a Kevin Feige for MCU. Where you kind of have to make sure each kind of story goes in the right right direction. Right. But that took away creativity from the writers. Right. It didn't let them write. Right. 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 Write the right what they wanted to do. Speaking of writing, you see that sort of thing in the movies too, where like creative, super creative filmmakers like Edgar Wright <laughs> dropped out of Ant Man. So much right. <laughs> Well, he dropped out of Ant-Man because he didn't want to deal with trying to exist in the connected universe. Huh. Um, so, yeah, I can see how that would be uh, yeah. an issue. And, an issue. And <laughs> <laughs> so many puns. Nah. Yeah, like, there too many rewrites. A lot of, a lot of writers would drop. Like, mm-hmm. they would leave DC, stuff like that. There was a lot of, if you look at, like, if you look at my collection of comics, you can see that... Um, like volume one and volume two have the same writers, but at the, at, in volume three, there's not the same writers. Most mm-hmm. likely because those writers are like, "Hey, fuck you! Keep writing my sh- rewriting my shit. I'm done." Yeah, like you're not That's putting out my stuff. Yeah. Another huge thing was that there was Batwoman was supposed to be married to Maggie. Ah, oh, damn it! What's her last name? Whatever. It was a cop. She's a cop. Smith. No. Yes. Sure. Maggie Smith. <laughs> Maggie you from Walking Dead. <laughs> you know who that is no 
She's uh, Professor McGonagall from Harry Potter. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> um, that one was supposed, it was supposed to be a lesbian marriage, which okay. was going to be a huge step forward for the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. But they stopped that. I'm not certain why they stopped that, hmm. but they fired. Uh, or no, they she the writer left because they stopped her from making that happen. Oh, which was really upsetting to me because I watched it happen. Honestly, it was getting to the point where I was getting connected to that. I was like, mm-hmm. they're going to get married. And they didn't. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> uh, that's kind of like the critical issues. Uh, like the big ones that kind of were overarching. Mm-hmm. Barring the ones that I'm about to say and the things I hated. Okay. Like I said, too many crossovers. Like fucking constant crossovers it's a business move probably to get you to buy more comics and it worked obviously yeah because i wanted to read nightwing so i bought the first two first three volumes of nightwing Mm -hmm. volume one of nightwing cool volume two of nightwing cool volume three of nightwing tied in with the court of owls fuck all right so i have to go buy catwoman suicide uh no not suicide catwoman batman batman detective comic batman and robin batman the dark knight bat no that's enough batman ones just a bunch of them. Every all, the whole Bat family, Teen Titans, because of Red Robin. See, this is one of the things that always kind of dampers my ability to get into comics. As I look, and there's all these like massive crossover things. I'm like, I don't want to buy four hundred dollars worth of comics. Yeah, just, just to, get, to like, one just story. get one story. I want to get like my good self contained yeah. stories. Yeah, and so I've been finding those, but there's and, other and stuff out the there. The thing is, right, I. When you're reading new crossovers, that's how that is. Yeah. But when you go back, things like The Death of Superman and things like the Nightfall trilogy, mm-hmm. those were all this way. Because mm-hmm. it was you had to buy all these issues. Right. But then in 10 years, you can go back, buy the Court of Owls book, which just puts them all in order together. Right. And that's what you do. And they're self-contained. Mm-hmm. But when you're buying them as they're coming out, and like when you're buying them two years late, all these volumes are out, so you have to buy all these to catch up. Mm-hmm. It was annoying because I want—I just wanted to read Nightwing, <laughs> but then it's like that's how I have this huge collection that stems from literally just Nightwing. It's this giant tree, <laughs> and and now I'm actually ahead of Nightwing because of like the Forever Evil story arc, which is like this giant crossover between the entire thing. And now I got like, oh, I got like two more volumes of Nightwing to go before oh <laughs> before that. That was actually it was canceled not because Nightwing was canceled not because of sales, but because he died in this for died. Air quotes. <laughs> then they started up Grayson, which is him as a detective. Okay, which is really cool. I can't wait to read that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the next problem that I had and that a lot of people have is Superman and Wonder Woman dated. It was a love interest between the two. No. No, bring back Steve Trevor and Lois Lane. Lois Lane was off doing her badass journalism stuff in the back, but she was just a friend. Nah. And it was really annoying, and I didn't like it. Like, I'm borderline accepting of Superman or of uh, Batman and Wonder Woman in mm-hmm. the Justice League animated series. Because that's like an interesting little dynamic. Right. Because they're very different people. Oh, yeah. And it's interesting to see Batman kind of like, oh, she's awesome. <laughs> I'm going to bring her flowers. <laughs> They'll be black. Awesome. <laughs> That's how it is, right? <laughs> That's how it is. Um, God, that was so weird. 
Uh, Please leave that in. I'm leaving it in. Uh, the next one I have is like they canceled projects before they get a chance to get good. Like I said, they cancel projects after eight and sixteen issues. Like they go like I think groups of eight issues, and mm-hmm. then whatever they're slow selling low leaps, whatever the lowest selling titles at that time would be canceled. Mm-hmm. Some of my favorite characters were canceled, like Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle was canceled, like, think, in eight issues. Uh, or no, maybe 16 issues. Mr. Terrific was canceled in eight issues. And Captain Adam was canceled in 16 issues. You know who Captain Adam is? Isn't he the DC version of Ant-Man? No, that is the Adam. Oh. Yeah. That's confusing. Yeah, and then there's really. also Black Adam. And... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know Captain Adam more because uh, he is what uh, Dr. Manhattan's based off of. Glowing blue guy. Oh yeah. Oh, I do know that. Yeah. Entire molecular control. Okay. Yep. He's really cool. He had. um, So the problem with like canceling projects, uh, it's like sometimes they have a slow start. If they so like okay one, three things. One, they'll have a slow. Sometimes they'll have a slow start. That's just kind of how it is when you have a new character, like a like a low number sort of not known character you kind of got to get it going you got to get the ball rolling yeah and that could happen in like the first few issues second of all all these characters are like the unknown characters not many people know who blue beetle is so they're not going to go spend money on it they know what detective comics is yeah. they know what action comics is they're gonna go buy those fucking course they're gonna sell a lot yeah they know what the justice league is yep. stuff like that the third thing is the writers never actually got a chance to fully write out a story that they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Because you can tell, for Captain Adam, for example, you can tell from the beginning that there's this like kind of giant overarching thing, and you start to see kind of through the second volume that he will live forever because he starts to actually like meet himself. Like, he gets put into this like beyond the time stream where, or in the time stream, where there's future versions of himself. Okay. And they've all evolved. Like, there's one guy with, like, three heads, and then each one talks in turn. There's one Weird. that words have no meaning anymore, so they communicate by thoughts. And then the bad guy is just him from even further in the future. Okay. Like, there's this giant stuff that you can do, but you can tell they just, like, chopped it off. Because two issues before it canceled, they're like, hey, no, you're getting canceled. Wrap it up. And it's just like, uh, yeah. what the fuck? All this... And there, It's true. a really good story arc, because throughout it... And Captain Adam specifically, just because I read this most recently... It's a really historic because, like, he does one thing, and then it's his fault that in 20 years the world's going to explode. Oh. <laughs> because he does something, he kill, he cures the kid of cancer, and then the kid starts to worship him, starts a cult of him, and then thinks the world doesn't deserve him, so he's going to, like, blow up the world. That's weird. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's a very butterfly effect thing uh-huh. of him just trying to do something good, and then he has to learn from that and try not to be a god. And that could be a huge, like, intermittent theme throughout being Captain Adam is you can't be a god. Even more so than Superman. Because Captain Adam has literal powers to cure cancer. Yeah. Superman can't do that. (laughs) Heat vision is out. (laughs) You might kill the person. You will kill the person. Yeah. (laughs) If heat visioning it out was the cure to cancer, then we would have done it a long time ago. So that's the problem with canceling before they get good. The renumbering of issues was fine. I didn't really like it that much. It was it was good for the point of having a stepping off point, 
But things like Detective Comics and Action Comics, which have been going on forever, mm-hmm. that kind of like sucks a little bit for people who have been like, oh yeah, we're getting up there. And then in Rebirth, they reset all the numbers back to one again. Oh. Yeah. So things only That's get to the like thing 80. they're doing now. But Action Comics and Detective Comics resumed their, resumed their numberings. Okay. So they're back up to like 960. They're getting up to, or 970 something, I think is what Detective Comics just was. Wow. Maybe. But yeah, no, they're about to hit like their thousand thousandth itch issues, which stories have hit thousands if it thousandth issues, mm-hmm. but not big ones. Okay. Like this is like the first big comics are about to hit their thousandth issues. That's exciting. It really is exciting. And it's going to hit next couple of years. Because if they're in the 80s, then that's over, that's under yeah. 24. So that's, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, well, well. Now. The one that I figured out on my own that I didn't have to do any research on is Batman. How the fuck does his life have, how the fuck has his life have worked? Is that right? So Batman has had all four Robins in the span of how long? Like five years? True. What the fuck? <laughs> that is not enough time. Like he took in Dick Grayson at like 10-ish. Mm-hmm. Ten to twelve, when his parents died in the in uh, Haley Circus, and now he's like what, like fucking twenty one. What? So I just thought of this: if they erase ten years from their lives, that might be reasonable, but not really because you don't actually see that happen. Like it doesn't add up. Comics like, are weird. That's it, just my. Answer. It just doesn't add up that they're that old and that they've done this stuff and or they're that young and. Stuff like that. And then my issue with Batgirl again. The oh, yeah. like yeah. she's a really cool character. I I love Barbara Gordon. And I and I am Dick Babs all the way, man. <laughs> you know what that is? Nope. It's the relationship between uh Dick Grayson and Barbara Gordon. Uh, like everyone wants to happen. Okay. Called Dick Babs. It's their name. I get it. Yeah. Yep. It's so good. I just want them to fucking everything. Barry and fucking did they did not. No, they didn't. Because he was talking to an old love of his when she popped up. And then it was like, hey, I'm in a relationship. And I'm like, damn it! <laughs> um, in summary, it felt like they had the initial idea that was a decent idea. Like, hey, let's restart. Mm-hmm. Well, we can like restart and get some new story arcs out there, stuff like that. We kind of create the characters. But they didn't have the, the end goal. They mm-hmm. didn't have a like a plan for the full thing. That worked. That's an issue. There was a, yes, it was a lot of issues. Uh, <laughs> um, it was a lot of just they should have taken more time to plan this out, and I think they're kind of fixing it with the with the rebirth. I'm worried about it because if they had that many controversies with New Fifty Two, I wonder if they're gonna have that many with Rebirth. A little worried about Rebirth. Um, but I believe it's possible that they could have fixed it, but. Yeah, and I'm going to say, full disclosure, I did, as I said in the beginning, I did start with the New 52. I don't regret it. It's a good place to start. Uh, it's a good place to kind of like, kind of start reading just regular issues while you kind of on the side by the big ones, like the mm-hmm. the uh, Nightfall, the Death of Superman, uh, Long Halloween, stuff like that. But yeah, that's the New 52. Okay. That's why it's the New 52. Yep. All right. There you go. Any questions? Uh, I actually do have one that yeah, I was going to ask earlier. But, Why'd you ask? Well, um, why didn't you ask it? 
because there wasn't a good moment to insert it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, my my phone just told me that uh, Spider-Man Homecoming is in theaters. Oh. We should go see that. Yeah, we should probably go see that. Anyway, continue. Anyway. Uh, oh, so with all of this, like, interconnected stuff, are we going to be getting new, interesting standalone stories like Nightfall or Long Halloween? The thing with those is those were never part of, like, continuity. Mm-hmm. Uh, those were just, like, uh, well, I mean, not part, part of continuity, but not, like, done throughout with issues. Right. They were done, like, separate stories. Those are possible. Like, the, the, those things come around rarely, if you look at it, because mm-hmm. it's been, like, 70 years, and we haven't gotten that many. It's true. Um, and also with DC, like, focusing all of their writers on issues, I doubt that they'll actually say, hey, go on the side and just write a good story. Mm-hmm. Write a write write like a good like nine issue story or something like that. Okay, because I really like those. I really like yeah good standalone. Um, and like I said yeah. earlier, that like the Nightfall trilogy, that's just issues. That got like Catwoman issues and stuff. Mm-hmm. In it. That's just a big story that just happened throughout issues, and that's probably gonna happen. Things like the Forever Evil storyline, mm-hmm. which I think was really good. Um, it's it's involving the the crime syndicate from Earth Three coming in and trying to kill everybody. That, kind of succeeding. That sounds like evil forever. Yeah. The Trinity War was good. It's kind of the... It, it's it's right before the Forever Evil story. Like, it's... uh, There's shit happening. And then the Justice League, the Justice League of America, and the Dark Justice League start blaming each other. Mm-hmm. And so they start fighting. And it's kind of cool to see all these, like, different groups fighting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. They'll they'll put these together. And then they'll be like, oh, hey. Did you ever read the... The the Court of Owls storyline, like, yeah, I read that, blah blah blah, stuff like that. Okay. So I de- but uh, in terms of what you're talking about, things that are just like, well, I mean, things like the uh, the uh, the um, the Dark Knight Returns trilogy. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what that stuff is. Yeah. It's just its own little thing, despite how terrible Part Two was, and how Part Three is a little bit better than Part Two, but not as good as Part One. Have you read either of those? Read Part One. Yeah, part two is terrible. And part three, the Master Race is like, it's okay. Okay. Apparently. they I think they just wrapped it up. I think they just released their last issue. That's what I hear. Yeah. So yeah, uh, we'll see those occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jeff Johns is good. He's the creative director at DC now. Right. He's good. He's He's got a lot of good story, uh, story arcs out there. He did the um, Sinestro War and the, um, what did I just read? Uh, the Blackest Night. He's responsible for all that. Okay. And those are really good. So he's got some really good stuff. That, But he's direct, he doesn't write specifically now. But right. yeah. So yeah. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Any other Pretty questions? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. That was fun. That was the first time I, like in this podcast that I got to just like rant nonstop about DC Comics. Yeah. <laughs> You needed that, I think. Yes, I did. <laughs> I need more chances to like like show my knowledge of DC because I just look yeah. like an idiot. Because when we talk about movies, you know more about it than I do. I'm just like, yeah, what? Yeah. But if you just like ask me questions about like DC, I'm like, I know the answer to that. Yeah. If I don't know the answer, I knew at one point, and if you just say like two words, I'll remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yep. Yep. So yeah, yeah. shall we? We shall. Thanks, guys, for listening. If you're on YouTube, like and subscribe. Leave a comment. Let us know what you thought. Uh, tell us what you want to see in future episodes, uh, movies you want us to review. We're, I mean, pretty sad on what we're going to review. But if you want us to review Wanton Woman, then we'll go do it. 
make it first. Yeah, that's probably a priority. Uh, if you're on SoundCloud, follow us there. Do the iTunes thing. Listen to our old stuff. Tell a friend. Tell a friend to come listen to us. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.